Today's guest is Peter Berryman, who also featured on episode 22 of this podcast. He is the current president for the ATMS, the Australian Traditional Medicine Society, and he talks to us today about the Woodford Folk Festival, where the ATMS uh, sponsored a tent of homeopaths to help out at the six-day and six-night event, where they treated a whole variety of different conditions, and they saw around 300 patients. Now, if you are a homeopath, or a student interested in helping out at the next event, which will be on December 27th, then do get in touch with Peter at peter.berryman at atms.com.au. And it certainly sounds like a super fun event and a great way to see in the new year. So thank you so much for sharing your time today, Peter, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now my mum and your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangouts. Today, we are speaking with a lovely Peter Berryman, who is the current president of the ATMS and also a return guest. Welcome to the show, Peter. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be listening to Homeopathy Hangout. Love to be with you, Eugenie, again. I've been looking for an excuse to get you back on the show. And I have to tell our listeners, it was so funny. I was just Facebook messaging Peter saying, hey, can you, we talk a bit about the Woodford Folk Festival? And you're such a good sport. You say, yes, let's do it now. So you guys are getting the unedited, unscripted version right here, right now of us having a chat about the Woodford Folk Festival. Now, firstly, can you tell us a little bit about what the Woodford Folk Festival is? I don't, it's on the other side of Australia. I haven't been there myself. Where is it? What is it? What's the deal? Well, don't get upset if I say it's Australia's best music festival because you've, you've got festivals in every state and territory around Australia. But that was a quote from a long-term performer who'd done them all mm. and has done them for 30 plus years. And okay, he said it to me at the Woodford Folk Festival, but darn heck, I think that six days and six nights of full-on party is just amazing. And it's in that niche window between the 27th of December every year. And I, I came home on the 2nd of January. So the 1st of January is a full day and has a, a special evening on the 1st of January. They call it their fire ceremony before people leave on the 2nd of January. So it's um, it's just amazing. Um, why, why, where is it? Okay, it's it's just on the outskirts of a town called Woodford. Mm -hmm. So they call it Woodfordia. Uh, Woodford is near Caboolture, which is a northern suburb of Brisbane. So from my place in Fortitude Valley in Brisbane, it's about an hour and a quarter drive to get there. And um, it's on a converted dairy farm. So they've had this property I don't know, for maybe 25 years of the 36 years that they've been running it. And the last two seasons they cancelled due to um, the, the pandemic. So the last season we did was 2019. And so we're very keen to go back this season, uh, 2022, 2023. And it was fabulous. Wow. It sounds amazing. I didn't realize it's six days. That's really full on. And six nights. Don't forget the six wow, nights. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, and, and tell our listeners, what were you doing there? So you're the president of the Australian um, Traditional Medicine Society. You're a homeopath and astrologer and all this. I don't know. You've got so many different natural health modalities. What were you doing there? This was my 13th season working as a volunteer 
we have a free homeopathic clinic. Wow. It's We have three shifts a day. It's a five-hour shift per person. We have enough staff. This season, we had eight practitioners and five students, all to do with homeopathy. Some were naturopathic students uh, or naturopathic practitioners with excellence in homeopathy. And uh, we were rostered on to cover from nine o'clock in the morning through to about 10 p.m. in the evening. Uh, and over the six days, we saw 300 plus patients. Wow. Now, they were asked to give generously in our donation bins. We had five of those strategically placed around our six by six meter square um, clinic, which was beautifully decorated and partitioned. We had a dispensary area. We had a reception area. We had consulting areas, lovely decorations all around to make it attractive to get them in because our signage on the front said free homeopathy. Uh, it's like free Tibet, you know. No, it wasn't. We are free and we're doing excellent work. But um, we've got history. I mean, um, we've had 14 sessions over, what, 16 years we've been doing there. Um, the Australian Homeopathic Association Queensland branch initiated this with my colleagues back then. So I've been there ah. since the beginning. And uh, folks who kind of were running it, have moved on. And in 2019, ATMS had the chance to pick it up because AHA Queensland let it go and we didn't want to stop. So ATMS picked it up, provided us with some generous sponsorship. Thank you, ATMS. And combined with the, the very generous donations from our patients, we've made a small profit. Yay! <laughs> so covered our costs because once upon a time, um, the Woodford Folk Festival covered all of our costs, but they stopped doing that. Mm -hmm. So now we pay for everything. We pay for the site, for the tent, for the electricity, for the water, for the garbage. We have to deposit wow. this, get checks on all our electrical devices. Da -da 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 -da. It's not cheap. And so uh, we've covered our costs and made, um, you know, a, a small tidy profit to go towards our costs next season on the assumption that everything goes well and we'll be back again. Um, and because we've been kind of part of the furniture there, we get people who regularly go to Woodford who now regularly come in for at least their annual checkup Aww. with us. <laughs> Don't you remember me from last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you had blah, 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 blah problem. And here you go. Here's some more blah, blah, blah. And they love it. And then they go out there and they spread the word because we get excellent clinical improvement. We get great outcomes because I'll tell you some of the tricks we do to get clinical outcomes in six days and six nights. And they go and tell their friends and we get referrals from the, I don't know, 45,000 people who are <gasps> Is it that many that attend? Yes. Wow. And then they get day people as well who come just for the day or, or several days. But you don't have to go for the whole six days because we camp on site. Uh, this year we were camping in what was called the Grand Canyon, which wow. is a you know beautiful area. It's not flat, though. Mm. So we were sleeping mm. on a line, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, up near, um, there was a venue, the largest venue this season was called the Grand. So that's why we're in a canyon nearby called the Grand Canyon. We used to camp in a place called the Prairies, which was very flat, but a long way away. We had to catch a, a little minibus 
to get from the camping site to the festival site. It's big. That's massive. I didn't realize the scale of it. It's far out. Yes. Well, it, it, the, the thing is the pricing for the public to attend is exceedingly cheap for a family to go with kids, young kids. It's it's free for babies. It's only about $40 for young children under 13. And then for youths, it's about $300. For adults, it's about $600 and something. For the six so days and, and six, six nights. With <laughs> camping, yes. Wow, that's good. So it's not ridiculous, mm. but it is a bit. And it's probably, I don't know how comparable it is to any other festival and any other site but we we get um, you know our tickets are subsidized and we get them at a discount because we are full fee paying storeholders anyway mm. so everyone who attended any one of the the uh, eight practitioners and the five students um they paid a, a small amount you want to know the amount 135 dollars so that's how much we contributed to our costs and then we just had our own personal costs to get there and back mm. camp and our own food and beverage and, and, you know, if you wanted to buy stuff there, because there's lots of stall holders there selling mm. stuff, you know, you want funky New Year's Eve clothing with decorations and glitter, well, you could get that there. <laughs> and, and did you buy good. some for yourself? Uh, <laughs> I can see you in a bit of glitter. You look like a fun guy that would do that. <laughs> get dressed up and get, get with a program. <laughs> well, I was I was moshing around in the mud. Were you? Oh. La Nina for the third year in a row. Oh, so we no were expecting... Way. It to be uh, somewhat wet and it's it's otherwise very dry and so a lot of the paths are dust and uh -huh. dirt not paved or asphalt so it turns to mud oh so fun <laughs> most, um, appropriate footwear was gumboots mm. um, it was warm so it's not as though it gets cold when it's rained it's not like you know other states so mm -hmm. it's, it's very warm and you, you don't mind in fact one season i went there they had the mud people who were members of the public who attended who decided, okay, for six days, I'm just going to get muddy and just stay muddy and be muddy, 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 muddy all the time. And they had fun and they were just kind of like one of the get your freak on people who were there. <laughs> Probably good for their skin, apparently. Mud's good for yeah. your skin. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the thing because it's a very family oriented, friendly place. Yes, there's. Mm alcohol for sale and people smoke other bits and pieces but it's not crazy young people mm. doing ridiculous things making real jokes of themselves it's mm. i've never seen any violence i've never seen uh even any sexism or racism it's Amazing. very harmonious it's all peace love and cupcakes well as you're talking about this i'm like i'm, I'm sitting here my brain's ticking over thinking how can i convince my husband to go this year because he's an ex-police officer in south africa so crowds are not his thing <laughs> i'm I like ooh, but so if you say you haven't seen violence or anything like that there that's really good to know no they have they have a medical clinic there mm -hmm. they have um, police who walk the beat they have security guards who walk the beat but you know i've never seen in in what in 14 seasons i've been there i've never seen anything untoward or problematic i mean the worst thing is if you manage to get a cold shower i had you know four hot showers in six days two cold showers that's not too bad <laughs> so that's, um, that's the worst i can complain of two cold showers yeah and was it was it tricky for you to get homeopaths to come and help and was it just homeopaths in that tent or did you have any other naturopathic advice that you were giving there and were you selling remedies and kits and things like that as well 
when AHA Queensland ran it, it was exclusively homeopathy. So when ATMS picked it up, I was thinking, I wonder what else would go well with homeopathy at Woodford. So in 2019, we had acupuncture, which is an Eastern form of homeopathy, a Western form. I, uh, you might've read something I wrote a while ago. Uh, I, you know, In principle, homeopathy and acupuncture are the same thing. They go about moving chi, moving vital force different ways, and it's got different you know, cultural issues, but essentially they're the same. So I thought that would go well together and it really did. We had um, one acupuncturist per shift. We had three acupuncturists. And um, fortunately or not, the public seemed to know that word acupuncture more than they know the word homeopath. So it would get them in. And then they would, look, that's crazy. They would have an acupuncture treatment, get off the table and have a homeopathic treatment. <laughs> I don't know about that. Anyway, this season uh, we advertised for acupuncturists and there were none suitable who applied. So we mm. said, okay, let's see if we can get them in just with homeopathy. And guess what? We did even better just with homeopathy this season than we did last season trying acupuncture and homeopathy. Um, so no, we didn't have any naturopathic, herbal, or chiropractic or anything else. We were just purely homeopathy. And we, we made a decision. We would not sell anything, partly because of our insurance policy. Ah. Couldn't. Um, and we wondered, well, will we be just as popular as we were last season, 2019, without acupuncture? And we were. How can I tell? By the donations. We made more donations this season, just homeopathy, than last season with acupuncture and homeopathy. I love I love acupuncture. But I, and I was trying to bread, broaden our, mm. our appeal. And as president of ATMS, although I'm a fanatical homeopath, I've got 20 different modalities that I'm um, mm. simpatico with. I thought, I wonder what else we could do. And it worked last season, uh, but not this season, but not to any detriment. Even with the weather, even with the mud, I think what made a difference was our position, position, position. You know, in real estate, that's mm. important. Our tent was right on the corner of where the main gate opens up. Mm. And right across the road from the Children's Festival, um, and right next door to uh, one of the major venues called Cirque, C-I-R-Q-U-E, like circus with a Q. So we had an excellent position. So we didn't feel as though our, our lack of external signage, we had some, but not, you know, not plastered, um, meant that everyone walking in would see us. And some people knew what homeopathy was. And if they didn't, they'd say, oh, what's homeopathy? And so that gave everyone working reception an opportunity to say, well, this is what it is. This is what we do. Would you like a consultation? It's free. You're welcome to make a donation. And, um, you know, it's it was relatively fast and dirty, you know, dirty because of the mud, fast because we were doing, well, we never turned anyone away, but we were supposed to say we were mainly addressing simple problems. But 45,000 people, how many simple problems do you think there were? Not that many when they walk out our door. So everything from the simplicity of, hangover mm. to the complexity of endometriosis mm. you know, that's not simple so you know we would try and do something in 15 minutes 30 minutes mm. because we had people waiting 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 so we had to work fast work mm. hard work quick so none of this 
one of one of the students said she was used to spending 30 hours per case. Oh, <gasps> wow. Right. And I thought, very pleasing, very good for your learning. But here, we just ain't got the time. We have to be more pragmatic, get them in, get them out, move them on. So we had our own dispensary mm -hmm. and we gave away the medicines. We gave away our time. You know, and But look, um, my biggest donation from one customer on one consultation was $100. Oh. Right? So we had these um, Perspex boxes that were clear, transparent, with a nice little message above them saying lovely things about give generously so we can come back. And uh, we, we, people will put notes in, mm. you know, what a, um, a lobster is, what a pineapple is, $20 notes, $50 notes. So we got lots of lobsters and lots of pineapples. Oh, amazing. And was, was it hard for you to get homeopaths to, to come on board? Because I saw some in, in one of the Facebook groups, I saw it was posted there around October or so, you know, if you're interested in volunteering your time, you know, get in touch. Did you get, did, did you get a lot of homeopaths? Was it easy for you to find people to volunteer or was it a bit tricky? No, it's not. That's that's our hardest issue is to get enough prackies and students because mm. we were hoping to have nine prackies and nine students. So if I got eight and five, you can tell mm. um, things changed because some people got sick, some people uh, had better opportunities, some were traveling overseas mm. uh, to take care of other folk. Mm -hmm. So uh, we just had to adjust the roster. And make the night shift a little light because mm. we saw most of our clients in the morning. Mm. So um, that was great. Um, great outcomes, all sorts of um, problems. Uh, we had a, ah, do you want to know about the unusual new novel thing that we tried? Yes, uh, please. I was, my next question was like, what sort of things did you see there? And, and what's, yeah, what was it like? Well, as I say, we saw, we saw anything, everything young and old in between um but what what we did that was novel and different is is um one of my pet topics um you know that a homeopathic prescription is made up of two parts there's the remedy selection the similimum and there's lots of guidance and methodologies about that mm. the other half of the prescription is the dose the potency the how to take it and there's almost no guidance on that um, and I think I've got a solution and that is choose the smilimum and then give that remedy in a home accord of multiple potencies of the same remedy, but at different potencies in the one bottle. And most people are familiar with what I call the Kentian ladder potencies, like 6, 12, 30, 200, 1M, 10M, 50M, CM, MM, and 10MM, et cetera. So for 25 years, I've been using home accords like that. But you might have heard of Dr. Joe Rosenwag, who for the last 10 years has been using the Fibonacci series. He starts at 3C, 3C, 5. Uh, Would it be 8 next? Is it plus the one before 13, that? <laughs> uh, 21, 34, uh, 55, 89, 144, 233C. Mm -hmm. So up to 10 different centesimal potencies selected according to the Fibonacci series in one bottle. So a Fibonacci series, home accord of centesimal potencies of the one remedy in the one bottle. Mm 
That is so, really cool. So it would take a lot of that um, dosing out of the way or the So there's none the of pathology. this guessing, oh, shall I give 30C, shall I give 10M? Mm. We just put that in, a few drops of um, a stock bottle that contains all of those 10 potencies in a liquid base, a few drops into a 600ml bottle of water, put the lid on, put a label on, give them a letter to take away so they have a medical record and tell them to sip often. Now, because we're at Woodford and we have no liquor license, we could not put a preservative of the usual oh, brand. Oh, interesting. Bottle. So that's why we said, okay, if you've got a medicated bottle of water, we want you to finish that in 24 hours, please, because we don't want you drinking old water. Mm. So it would be safe and prudent to finish this bottle in 24 hours so see how many sips you can get out of that 600 ml bottle of water in 24 hours it's kind of a little mini challenge 20 sips 50 sips 100 sips sip 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 so cusp between each dose so each dose is different and come and see me tomorrow 24 hours later and give me a report on how are you going because i want to know the efficacy of a fibonacci series home accord of the similimum Mm. in 24 hours right so we Water had dosing. days to get the feedback you know i mean if you came on the sixth day we're not going to get a lot of feedback but if you came on the first day i potentially could see them six times in six days if they came once a day to see well what's the trend how are they going and my record was i had a lady with an acute infectious disease unmentionable begins with c and she came in in the morning i gave her gelsemium and a fibonacci series home accord she came back two hours later and said, all my symptoms are gone. I'm fixed. I feel better. That's cool. And walked out the door, paid a generous donation in our donation box. Thank you very much. Amazing. And, you know, if, you, if you've invested that money and you, you're not just there by yourself, you're there with friends or family and you get sick and you have to go home, it just spoils everyone's plans. So yeah, if you cool. can actually save her time, yes. it, it's just so valuable. You can't put a money of well, amount on that. That, that's why the Woodford Folk Festival used to sponsor us because they mm. saw we provided an essential service to keep the patrons on the site because mm. if they're on the site, they're going to be enjoying themselves. They're going to be spending money, going to venues, having fun, mm. food and beverage. That's what mm. they want, sales of all the storeholders. Uh, but, you know, Woodford has had tough times. They've approached financial critical issues. They've had significant funding from um, to do with the uh, Moreton Bay um, Shire, you know, mm. so they're afloat, but it's a little tricky for them mm. to make sure they stay afloat because this, this you know, they had two years off. So this Woodford wasn't as um, populated by stallholders as usual. There were mm. probably, I don't know, probably maybe 50 less stalls than I'm used to. And they have, you know, maybe 200 stalls in a way, 300 mm. stalls. Um, and they didn't use their main amphitheater except for the um, the fire ceremony, the closing ceremony. So they, they kept their uh, performance spaces a little smaller. And they, they said that they had capped their ticket sales so that they could do the appropriate um, distancing. Mm. oh interesting so they were trying to make it all go well and okay yeah i saw a few people wearing masks but most didn't mm. and you know we we had people with infectious diseases but nothing too terrible mm. um so i mean 
tick bites, muzzy bites, blisters from your gum boots, mm -hmm. stomach upsets, headaches. But you know what? One of the practitioners, we had a debriefing at the end. She said what was really striking for her was mental health. Oh. She'd, she'd been at uh, Woodford helping us in the past. And she said compared to her previous visits, what struck her was how many clients came in with mental health issues more than you. So we were able to deal with that. Beautiful. Whether it's anxiety, depression, I mean, how much of that's going around, mm. whether it's insomnia, whether it's grief and bereavement, mm. uh, we saw a lot of that. Oh, and DV, domestic violence. Really? Yes. Mm. Far so out. We, so you really, really saw saw it all, and I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited about you thinking to use the Fibonacci home accords in the water dosing. That's absolutely yes. genius. Yes. So it, I would give that to them, you know, at ten o'clock in the morning. Mm. They'd come back twenty four hours later, ten a.m. the next day, and say, "I'm fifty percent better. I'm eighty percent oh. better. I'm ten percent better, or whatever." And I say, yeah. "Great." how did that go discuss the direction of cure mm. How's what's the healing journey been like where are they up to do we need to change the remedy or more of the same Give them another bottle come back the next day oh i'm 80 percent better i'm 95 percent better i'm 100 i think great good thank you very much and i'd have a student sitting with me and i say did you learn this we'd have a debriefing session with us with a student giving the maximum education opportunity for the students because mm. they get it all explained if they have a lot of fabulous grasp on everything i could help mm. them yeah that, that so and get their cpd yeah. hours sorted as well which yeah, is wonderful yeah. because uh you know some of the education providers in australia recognize doing mm. hours at woodford with us can be credited towards the required hours for their absolutely advanced diploma so and uh, which materia medicas or repertories did you take with you did you take mostly books or your laptops or what what, what, what were you doing to open a book we, because I'd finish a client, go to a reception, give them a piece of paper, and she'd give me the piece of paper for the next person. Oh, wow. There we go. So, uh, you know, fortunately, I've been doing this for 35 years. I've got a few remedies in my head. Mm. I've got a bit of repertory memorized. I might know my my way around, at least the polycrests. Mm. I told you I took 58 remedies with me. We had a we had a, another dispensary as well. We had the dispensary that we've been using for the last 14 years, 13 years as well. So uh, the practitioners could choose or if the remedy wasn't in the Fibonacci series, mm. home court, but it was in our other ones, like um, the, the nose we use for tick bites. It begins with X, exotics mm. or something. I yeah. So we didn't have that in the Fibonacci series, but we had it as 30C, 200C, et cetera. So we would use that. Mm um and and yeah so if any of the practitioners had never been exposed to the opportunity to prescribe mm. a fibonacci home accord they had six days to try it and some did and some didn't and some changed and that's up for them to tell you but that's all i prescribed was the fibonacci mm. home accords in water mm. and my experience was excellent that's very cool well dr joe will be so happy to hear you say that <laughs> Well, the only thing that I can think of that's different is Dr. Joe calls them plasma potencies. Mm. I call them homocords. That's mm. the word that has been used since 1911. If you look mm. up um, Yesger's homeopathic dictionary under potency, he talks about homocords being used for a long time. Ah. So, so, so 
I guess what's what would you say was the overall vibe of this homeopathic stall that you had there during this festival? What what was the overall vibe from the people that used the service and from the homeopaths there? The overall vibe was that we were delivering miracles by the minute, by the hour. Clients, I can think of a client came in. She used to be a ballet dancer since she was three. Um, she got out of ballet dancing and turned into a, a farmer doing permaculture, organic, wonderful things, but had been badly messed up by fires, storms, floods, and cows who ate all the product. And so she was in a pretty bad shape. She was worn out, basically, physically and mentally. And um, she was very finding it very difficult to move. Um, I prescribed her causticum. And she came back the next day and she said, actually, I enjoyed wiggling my bum. I could <laughs> move my back enough to wiggle my bum. And my hands, I can now make a fist. I couldn't do that yesterday. I can actually close my hands and make a fist because I wore my hands out doing what I've done in the last two years farming. And it's worn me out. And I could sleep. I slept through the night and I haven't been able to do that, blah, blah, blah. Right. So she thought that in 24 hours to get that much improvement, mm. not 100%, but... I don't know, pick a number, 40% improvement in a day. Mm. Then I gave her another bottle of Corsticum. And, you know, you can imagine how the rest of the story goes fabulously. Mm. And she could probably laugh without wetting herself as well, <laughs> being Corsticum. Oh. <laughs> oh. case, anonymously, a professional man, uh, senior, uh, with long COVID. He, uh, he'd become ill about four months ago and had spent a significant amount of money with conventional Western medicine with no progress. His wife told him to come and see us, so he did. Good <laughs> job. And I I, um, I put it to him that it could be this and that, that was the reason for his illness. And we gave him some isodes, you know what they are, of what had compromised him. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you too much detail because we're not allowed to, but you can figure it out if you know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. And he came back after. So I, so I surpassed the giving, giving the remedy made for the medicine that caused the yes. problem. We can't say rude things about conventional immunizations and vaccinations, but I might. <laughs> so I didn't say that. Um, and uh, I saw him once, gave him one bottle, mm. those medicines in there, uh, a home accord again. I'm impressed but you had that there. Yes, I was prepared because yeah. I thought we're going to have a lot of people never well since. Yeah. Y and Z. So I had all these ready for something beginning with A, something beginning with P, something beginning with M. <laughs> very know? smart of you. That's very smart taking that along. That's good foresight. As well as something beginning with C and ending with 19. Mm -hmm. And that's a nosode. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He came back in 72 hours and said, 80% of my brain fog is gone. 70% of my general functionality. Amazing. I am feeling like I can go back to work and I haven't been able to work for months. <gasps> and for a professional person, I mean, this is the cliche. Mm. About your health, what have you got? Mm. So he exactly. Health was, was very pleasing and he made a, a very generous donation into our donation box. Well, I'm glad you use code words because I have had two of my videos removed from 
YouTube for using those words. And I have also been suspended from YouTube for three months. <laughs> well, you were in the naughty box for a while. Yeah, in the naughty box. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> well, so my, my goodies are on Rumble instead now. But it's, you know, most people use YouTube. So I, yeah, was not very happy about that. But yeah, good job on the code words, Peter. <laughs> yeah. um, and so if people were, because I'm already thinking, where do I sign up for this year? Where yeah. Can people get in touch if they, or when are you, when do you start putting the call out for practitioners and students to volunteer their time for this event? On Facebook, we have a closed Facebook group called um, Woodford Folk Festival Homeopathy. Ah. So you, you have to apply and get admitted. Uh-huh. We've got about 100 and, 100 and just over 100 subscribers. So these are the regular folk who we are okay. regular communication with. And so if anyone wants to join, in on that so that we could speak of things without getting in too much trouble mm. and um and so yeah that's where we put the call out um i also put a call out via um, one of atms's um uh, communication channels it's called wise and well and i, I asked for volunteers and uh, we got a few students and a few mm-hmm. practitioners that way um some came up from sydney for example mm. um a lot of them were relatively local to Queensland. Um, I don't think we've had any from Victoria for a while. And I don't think any ever any from Western Australia ever. Well, but we'll have to fix that. <laughs> it's the flights. I mean, mm, yeah. It's well, the crazy flights and so on. But if you happen to be over our way in Queensland, I mean, it's a good reason. If you've got, I mean, I, I can think of people I know who, who live in Queensland but have family back in, in Perth. Mm. And they're going to make their way back and forth now and then. So if you've got reason to come to Queensland for the 27th of December every year and you're a homeopath or a student, or even a naturopath student or a naturopath who feels competent in your acute prescribing, heck, and even chronic prescribing, to work hard and fast, um, contact me. Uh, my my ATMS email address is... Um, can mention it it's peter.berryman at atms.com.au send me an email perfect a a generic atms email address it's not my private email address so i don't mind if you send that to that it'll get to me excellent Uh, maybe heritage was the other major assistant and uh, genevieve anderberg so we were the kind of three on the committee organizing things doing the roster um paying bills getting tents organized blah 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 so um, shout out to mandy and genevieve if you're listening as well as all the students and the prackies that came along mm-hmm. and um and I, obviously a shout out to all the people who've helped us in the past um particularly from queensland queensland aha mm-hmm. and atms our fabulous sponsor um this year and our last season in 2019 so mm-hmm that that's probably the bottom line because with those funds we can be confident of being able to provide this yet again next season and the season after so we're not exactly self-funding 100 but that's our aspiration so Mm. we've had two seasons with atms support but we needed we didn't use all that they provided we Mm. underspent by 1200 dollars on what they provided so wonderful we have to do our acquittal and we have to do a write-up of, you know, what we did and so on. So yeah. I've yet to present that to the ATMS board, but um, they should be very pleased. We didn't spend all the money and we made. Mm. And 
And you are now in your seventh year as president of ATMS, and there's a new election coming up. Like it'll be probably like a day or so after this podcast coming out. So, wishing you all the best for another year. Um, ATMS certainly seems to be thriving under your leadership, and um, you're right there, literally in the trenches, in the mud, doing the work. So you're a fabulous leader. <laughs> right, I'm. I'm not one of the, you know armchair pontificating philosophers i'm actually out there in the field hmm. getting dirty working hard doing my shift um behaving myself doing good work um it's great so i mean hmm. i love it i'm a fanatical homeopath i see excellent results there i see excellent results in my private practice uh, i i kind of feel with your assistance eugenie with what you're doing for homeopathy in australia and particularly western australia um I feel there's a new renaissance, a bit of a boom coming on, you know, with, with your colleagues and over here in, in Queensland, my colleagues, mm. uh, what I know is going on in, in other state capitals. I feel that homeopathy is getting back on the map. I am actually getting goosebumps as you are saying that because I feel exactly the, the same and I'm feeling it even stronger this year. I'm just, I'm just with every fiber of my being think that this is going to be the year for homeopathy i can see really and the amount of emails that i'm getting and the amount of facebook groups that i'm in of people saying i wanted to study homeopathy this is the year that i'm going to study it i'm like yes do it do it do it we need more homeopaths so i really feel that this this is going to be the year it's going to be a, a big one to look back on and say yes this was the year that homeopathy really got its feet back on the ground again and got back in there and changed people's lives so well that's, that's why ATMS are proud to sponsor this homeopathic clinic. Mm. You know, we've got 20 modalities. Why sponsor a homeopathic clinic? Because it's 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 an important modality mm. and it needs that support. And the people who go to Woodford are our tribe. Mm. Uh, families, um, switched on people, woke people, mm. um, politically sensitive, socially socially inclined folk. Mm. Um and and so it's a they they are our audience. It's not mm. as though we're trying to preach to I don't know conservatives who mm. don't like us. All of these folk were potentially our excellent customers, and mm. and and I think that's what we have in our favor, Eugenie, is that the Australian public love what we do. They love a good outcome, and um, we have the capacity to generate great outcomes. And I'm working towards that with what I described about the Fibonacci home accords. I think mm. I've dare I say, solve the posology problem. All you mm. need to know is find the similimum, pitch your posology this way, follow the trends. Trends will tell you how successful or not you are. And if you reach a plateau, change your remedy. You don't have to worry about potency anymore. Mm. It's fixed. And um, thanks to Dr. Joe Rosenweg for bringing that in 10 years ago. But who's doing it? You would know. You got your ear to the ground. Yeah, not that many. Not that many. Not and that I know every time I chat with Joey, he's like, are you using the Fibonacci's? Are you using the Fibonacci's? I'm like, well, I've got 1,800 just normal 30C and 200C remedies. I was like, I, I should switch over, I know. But then I'm also, oh, my gosh, don't don't even get me started on that, Peter, because with doing this podcast, I'm just, I'm constantly thinking, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? And I'm at that place now where I'm actually really happy with how I'm practicing. And I know it will change and it's always changing, but just with where I'm at now, I'm in a happy place. So don't tell Joe. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a, a homeopathic pharmacy in Otiroa. Yes. We can get these. Similimum. 
Yes, I'm glad. I, I didn't know whether I was allowed to say that. Word. Yes, of course, Samilamim. And I have been hassling Mike to come on the show so many times. So if anyone is listening to this that's working with Mike, just like give him a little pat on the shoulder and say, get, get back to you, Jeannie. He, I, I did, I've been working on it to try and get him on the show. But I love Samilamim. And even if I have clients in New Zealand, instead of posting remedies to them, I'll always say go to Samilamim. And, you know, Celine Homeopathics is lovely too, also in, in New Zealand. But um, Mike has got all those Fibonacci potencies and I know Joe is always hounding him to make more Fibonacci potencies so I know he's got a good thing going there <laughs> that's right um, Mike sent me a list of over 100 different remedies that he had in you know up to 10 different Fibonacci potencies so cool. I ordered, you know I don't know about 60 of them for my own clients my okay clients. well I'll send Mike an email as well and get some Fibonacci's and start playing with them you've twisted my arm <laughs> well I don't, I don't know how you feel about posology being arguably the weakest link in a prescription. I mean, Oh, I agree. It's hard. I, I, since doing this podcast, I've become a lot stronger with my intuition. So where I used to toss it and, you know, worry a little bit about pathology, I don't actually worry about that anymore. I feel really confident when I'm prescribing now when it comes. Yeah. But that's minimum and the potency dosage. Y- usually I'm, but now that I've said that, I probably like jinx myself. So, but no, I, I agree. If you, it does sound like you've solved the pathology issue. I would be keen to try it out. And I, I unashamedly will say to my clients, because many of them have been with me for several years and they know that I like to try lots of different stuff. And I'll say to them, Hey, I've got these new remedies that I'm trying out. I'm going to give it to you as a free because I want you to test it for me. And a lot of them know a lot about homeopathy they prescribe it for themselves so a lot of them are really happy to test things out for me so I'm happy to go order some Fibonacci potencies throw it at a few of my clients that I know understand homeopathy and get them to give me some feedback and maybe I'll look into a follow-up episode in a few months time and I'll see tell you how I went (laughs) almost every prescription I make for my private clients Mm. is a Fibonacci home accord I pick it up with this and that and the other but it's typically a Fibonacci home accord of of you know the 60 remedies i've got so i haven't got anything oh, terribly cool i actually now you know that our, our biggest listenership is actually in america and the american listenership actually triples our australian listenership now with uk very closely behind us and then uh, ireland and canada so i know that i'm going to get a bunch of emails and messages from our listeners in america and the uk asking where they can get fibonacci potencies from so do you happen to know if helios has the like the home accords and I'm not sure who in America they would contact, like Hahnemann Labs or something I like don't that. Know. The only, mm. uh, because I've known um, Mike Dong in Similiman Pharmacy, Wellington, New Zealand for, I don't know, 20 years. Mm. Mike has been fabulously supportive of homeopathy in New Zealand for a long time. Mm. As you know, I uh, worked as academic manager of the institution that teaches homeopathy in New Zealand. Mm. And um, Mike used to come along and give guest lectures on homeopathic pharmacy. And um, he did. He actually came up all the way from Wellington when I was studying, came all the way up to Auckland and he was selling the radar Opus software at that time. So he showed us how it worked and he brought a whole bunch of books, a whole bunch of remedies, you know, traveled all that way to come and see us as students and just, you know, educate us. So I have a lot of respect for him. He supported the development of his staff when they were students. So I've done courses in New Zealand where Mike has sponsored his staff to come and get some education so that when they return to his pharmacy in Wellington, they know what they're talking about. Oh. They're up to date. They're on the cutting edge. So 
uh, Mike's incredible for New Zealand homeopathy. So mm. look, if this is a plug for Mike for, and you're in, you're anywhere else other than New Zealand and Australia, America, you, um, UK, whatever. Uh, look, I buy medicines from Helios as well. So, mm. uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not fixed on where I get my medicines from. Mm. I, I don't know anywhere else at the moment that I can get these from. Yeah. I feel that they make a big difference. Well, I thought I would put it out there because otherwise I know that we've talked about these sorts of things. Our listeners end up emailing and asking. We've got a Facebook group as well now, which I think you might be into the Homeopathy Hangout podcast Facebook group where our listeners can ask questions. If we've mentioned something in an episode and they're not sure what we said or want to find out more information, it's a good place for them to ask those questions. And I know that if I don't ask you these questions, they're going to be asking me that. But um, yeah. One question Joe will ask me, He'll say, what the blazes are you doing putting all of those potencies in one bottle? Because he typically does not do that all the time. I do it all the time. Mm. And he would typically start with 3C. That's his first prescription. Then give 5C as a second yeah. prescription uh, and so on and so forth. And eventually when he gets to the 10th prescription, 233C, somewhere between 3C and 233C, he expects something profound mm you know the direction of cure to be invoked and, and progress to be obvious but i'm thinking what a lot of time there is between 3c and 230 if there's 10 different prescriptions how long does it take to do that mm. i do that in one prescription and mm. it doesn't work i know that fairly quickly and i could change the remedy because it's not the potency that's let me down it's the remedy selection mm. so if i'm ever in that pickle not often but you know if i've made a mistake on the similimum then I change the remedy quickly and then I get on track quickly and I'm not wasting time because look, to put it bluntly, patients want results yesterday. Yeah. yeah. They don't give me a lot of, I know, I know Eugenie, I've heard you say, you know, you tell clients give me months to get things moving along. Mm. My clients don't give me months. They give me mm. one, two, maximum three prescriptions. And if they aren't mm -hmm. enlightened and moving and seeing rapturous improvement within a few prescriptions they quit mm. and obviously i mean it depends on the case obviously as well and you know how chronic the case is how long they've had it and all that but certainly if, if i take on a new because i you know closed my books like a year and a half or two years ago so it's very rare that i take on new clients but when i do i have a big stern chat with them beforehand and if it's a case like autism i will say to them you need to promise me that you're going to stick with me for at least a year because there's you know, there's so much that we have to do. And so like, the thing is that, oh, this is started, this is going into a whole other conversation. I'm, I'm not saying you're not going to see nothing for the first year. And then by year, you'll see something, you're going to see something all along the way, every single time. But yeah. to really have that magic happen, you need to invest the time for something. This is more for my cases with autism. Obviously, if it's like a simple case, like, you know, eczema, or, mind you, eczema is not even that simple, but some of those things, you know, it's, going to be much quicker and sometimes in the first prescription they'll come back and they'll say oh, i'm cured but uh for, especially more for the really chronic cases I'll, I'll make sure that they know that they need to if they come on board with me they need to stick with me for a year so we can really get down to the nitty-gritty of it can I, can I give you an anecdote of an autism case i saw today a yes old girl i started treating her a month ago and in one month 40 percent improvement says the mother oh, that's cool in that's really cool and was that a home accord that you used yes of course as ah. i told you, 
every, I can't say every, but probably every prescription I've been making for the last two years are Fibonacci homochords. For the last 25 years, I've been using the Kent, Kent ladder potency homochord. So I've been doing, I mean, if you do a literature review of what, what do other authors say about homochords, they say they're superior. They're, most, they're more powerful and more gentle at the same time. Mm. Well, you know what's going to happen now. You've gone and done it. Mike's going to get inundated with emails for homochords. <laughs> and right. and uh, Joe cool. will be yeah. so happy. And you might be having some more staff to cope <laughs> with and you know, fostering their educational diversity. So that's good for Mike and Wellington, New Zealand. It is. Well, I just, well, now you're going to have to, I'm going to have to get him on the show now before I release this one. Otherwise he'll be too busy to come on the show. And I've been trying to get him on for like a year. So I'm going to go hassle him right now. Um, Peter, it was so fun to have a chat with you. Thank you so much for getting in touch. I really hope that I can see you at the end of the year. It'll be so, so fun to go along to the yeah, festival. Volunteer. And come and work in the mud with us at uh, I love it. Woodford has got a nickname, it's called Mudford. Mudford, <laughs> awesome. you, have, you only have to do one shift a day and then you get the rest of the day off, so you can party wow. all night. We just have some rules about rocking up clean, fresh, smelling nice, sober, <laughs> and shaved, and whatever, so that you look professional and, and good for the, the public. We've got we had uh, HMS t shirts, polo shirts to wear for a oh. uniform, and you know, so we had a, a reasonably professional image in the middle of the mud at the front gate. So Do you reckon I could get away with wearing my I Have a Remedy for That T-shirt? <laughs> well, if if, uh, <laughs> if the homeopathy hangout wants to sponsor us, <laughs> give us some T-shirts, you know, you know, a, a little financial um, gratuity. Contribution. Okay, yes. we might have to talk. Let's let's stop the recording so we can have another discussion. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Peter. It was super fun having a chat with you. You're not going to ask me your favourite ending question? Oh, no. I stopped that one about 100 episodes ago. Oh, right. Yeah, I was not the Was that the first, uh, was that your favourite three remedies question? Yes, and I said I've only got, I've fallen into the trap of having one, and that was the, Carcinocyanum T58. Yes, yes, which actually I had a lot of people email me after that episode asking where do they get that from, the Carcinocyanum oh, T58 uh, Fibonacci homocord. Mike Dong has got it. Yeah. And that's where I've got it from. And mm -hmm. it's so amazing. It's mm -hmm. when but you can figure out. Yeah. <laughs> People will have to listen back to that because I think it was about episode twenty you were on last, and that was I was that was one hundred and thirty episodes ago. <laughs> so have I got a new favorite remedy since then? Um, tell you what, I've been learning a lot about recently: cephalinum. Mm. And so you know, just to spice it up a bit, then um, good old fashioned carcinocyanum T fifty eight. Cephalinum is is. It's often my unblocking prescription. You know, the cliche in homeopathy is when the well-indicated remedy fails, consider a nozo. So I've been trying something recently where I give the unblocking prescription in the evening and the similimum in the morning. Cool. So if it's like caustikim in the morning, cephalinum at night, caustikim in the morning, cephalinum. Yeah. So I'm unblocking and giving the well-indicated remedy at the same time. Why do I do that? Because of business pressure, basically. Clients want to be better and they won't give me six months to getting around to exhausting and finding caustic and failing and mm -hmm. then giving cephalinum. So I alternate them. Hmm. It's a bit like uh, Hahnemann doing rust toxin bryonia in alternation, not in the same bottle, 
mm. in alternation at different times of the day. Mm. And it hastens the issue of timeliness because not only do we have to give the right remedy in the right potency, but we have to be small businessmen and women. And there's all this business pressure on performance. Mm. <clears throat> so how do I cope with that? I just told you one of my favorite well i have uh, loved this for a while now after hillary dorian's lecture on eczema where she uses this for uh, eczema where the kids uh, scratch their skin raw while they're sleeping at night and i started using that and i'd give it at night time to these kitties so i'd have a, you know something like morgan bark 30 in the morning and then i'll give cephalinum at night and just the relief that you find for these families is just unbelievable because often the parents have to sleep holding the child because the child will just rip their skin apart at nighttime and the sheets are full of blood the next morning you give them cephalinum at night before bedtime and it just completely eases that but I've just been doing Colin Griffith's lectures and actually just before we did this recording I've just finished off another one of his lectures and he is a huge fan of using what he calls triad so he oh, yes, uses, yes. yeah the cephalinum 10 but that's what I bought from Helios recently, some of his triads. To, mm. I've, I've used some recently. Mm. Uh, his suggested potencies as well. Yeah. And they've worked. They are so cool. I'm just having yeah. loads of fun with the triads at the moment. With cephalinum, thymus mm. uh, gland, nosod, and then the well-indicated remedy. Yes. And that trilogy, that triad, um, yeah, it works. Mm. I haven't got time for an anecdote on that, but yeah, it works. Very, very, very cool. Well, thank you so much, Peter. I really appreciated your time. I love that I could just message you and say, hey, want to chat? And you're just like, yes, let's do it. And we're on and done. <laughs> so no, well, you, you said tomorrow I've got a full book of clients. So this is evening here I'm in my free space, free time. Otherwise, I'd say, sorry, I'm too busy. And you get the same Mike Dong fob off for a year. <laughs> Well, actually, I am literally going to go and email him right this second and say, Peter said that you have to come on the show. <laughs> right. And plug in, plug in business because we, exactly. if you're allowed to mention a commercial thing like that, then uh, that's good for him. So. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. And um, I love being a ATMS member and you actually wow. inspired me to register with ATMS after you were on the show last time. So thank you very much for the work that you do. You're very welcome. Thank you very much, Eugenie. And uh, uh, good night to everyone listening. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. Cheers. Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs>